Hey, Street Fighters, we're here early again. Like we said, 7 p.m. Wednesday nights, the new Street Fight starting time. That way I can still go to concerts and uh, rub my kids back when she goes to bed. Um, we appreciate everybody that's adjusted and all those new people that have come in. Uh, we are now streaming live 7 p.m. Wednesday nights, Street Fight Radio on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. You can see us right there on your screen. You can chat along while we talk, uh, make some friends, join the family, and have a lot of fun here at Street Fight Radio. My name is Brett. My co-host is Brian. We are the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. Uh, and we've been doing it for 10 years now. We, I even got some exciting news about uh, the possible Lonnie Fest next year. So things are moving in an upward direction. And it's all because of listeners like you. If you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash Fight radio where right now you can listen to shocktober volume three it's happening right now jump in get involved bubba the love sponge on friday and um volume one and two as well available over at patreon.com slash street fight wcrs uh well i think that covers everything for me how are you doing brian good also got some saw some pretty good news on on uh my phone earlier before we started recording uh that's rare charlotte's gonna be able to get a vaccine soon a vaccine you know what that means the boys are gonna be back in town and you can always thank pittsburgh for that (laughs) Pittsburgh kept Street Fight going. (laughs) Pittsburgh saved Street Fight. Saved live shows. Pittsburgh 100% saved live performance for Street Fight. Uh, Just thank you all. Columbus, of course, as always, from the very beginning, Columbus does not respect us. And uh, every... Every time we've ever thought about quitting live performance, it's been a a, a Columbus-based problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just how it goes. I don't, you know, I, I like people from other cities, too. I like to hear when a band from Louisville, Kentucky came to town. I went to, uh, on Friday, I went to go see Comrades, and they were touring through Columbus uh, at Dirty Dungarees. So, you know. Is that a band? I, yeah. They do, uh, like, dark wave shit. In a laundry paper mat. nova, paper nova in the chat. Do not say snarlins on the street fight chat. It is Uh-oh. not allowed over here. I never want to hear the word snarlins, even though I know I'm going to have to for the rest of my life. Brett, do you know I get a trickle probably about once a day? Somebody's like, Oh, I've been singing the tuna fish song to my dog, I've been singing the tuna fish song to my wife. And I feel like that might be the biggest evil I've ever put into the world. And I put a lot of evil into the world, but I think the tuna fish song uh, is the most evil. Now, another thing, Psychic Gasoline asked, why don't hometowns ever respect their own talent? Um, Because they're right here. I didn't either. I probably didn't see a fucking local band until I was 39. (laughs) Well, I think also like Columbus is boring to me. So like whatever, I mean, I do, there are a lot of good, a lot of good bands. Dana though, like great, great Columbus band. 
I follow them on Instagram. If they go to Kentucky or if they go to fucking Indiana, it looks way crazier than when they, they get in a, a home show. Exactly. I think it's just, you're just, I mean, it's just like it's Columbus people doing Columbus shit at the Columbus places I've been Columbus and at since I was born in Columbus, you know? Yeah, we're not special to people here. It's okay. And people are kind of excited that we're getting I, out there. You know? I like it. I would not want to be bothered all the time, even though I do meet a lot of people and there's a lot more radicals and stuff, but I don't get bothered. I know well, I, I see you all the time walking around, so I know other people are doing the same. I get the El Honco quite often. And then also the people that are like, hey, I just saw you. I just saw Brian and he has some leaves in his hand. And yeah, yeah making I always art. have some leaves in my hand. Uh, that goes making away. Folk soon. Art. That goes away soon. And the next thing you know, it's going to be uh, Brian has his phone in his hand again. Just looking at his phone. My my time my time, uh, what's the word? The amount of time that like I spent on my phone goes way down during the spring and summer and then way back up in the winter because I don't have anything else to do with my hands when I'm out walking uh, in January because there's no goddamn leaves on the trees and because January sucks, you know, February yeah. sucks. They all suck. My hands are in my pockets. You could do, um, you should take pictures of them for like an Instagram and you could be like a, like a hillbilly Andrew, Andy Goldsworthy or something. That guy that like just rearranges nature and takes pictures of it. I, uh, I'd leave them laying around all over town. And now when Katie goes out to walk, uh, or when I walk home from work with Katie, she's like, Oh, Brian, Brian leaves. You did this. That's your art. It's all over the place. And I'm like, I think it's, it's mostly just a, uh, a nervous energy uh, more than anything. It's no, that's not how you sell art. That's not how you sell art. It's not. No, art. No. Well, maybe I guess nervous Nellie's would want to hear that too. They'd be like, oh, that's how I create too. My ripped up paper shreds that have piled up in the corner of my room is art. Yeah. One time I was tripping in the back of a 79 Nova for on a Friday night, me, me and this dude, and I, I was working at Chuck E. Cheese at the time. And for some reason during the trip, we decided it would be really smart to go to Chuck E. Cheese and buy a pizza. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, where I work, we decided it was time to, I'm on acid on a Friday night where I have also told them that I am at my mom's house every Friday night, despite her living in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, but you know, it got me every Friday off. I, <laughs> my mom has visitation every two weeks on Friday and it just so happens to fall on payday every two weeks on a Friday. So I decide to go in there and get a pizza. We go in, we get the pizza, we get out in the car. We're all eating the pizza. Uh, well, my friends are eating the pizza. I'm me and my up. Two friends are high. Two friends are tripping. The ones that are tripping aren't really eating the pizza. They're more looking at it. But then, like, we pull over and we go to get out of the car. And I have ripped the entire large pizza box into tiny little pieces. And they're all in my lap. And I just <laughs> get out of the car. And it just makes this massive mess. <laughs> it was great. It was good feelings. Yeah. Have you seen the meme that says, uh, "If don't let me sit on your couch if it's peeling because I'm going to pee a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that no 
I yeah. have not. Oh, I definitely will peel on your couch if it's peeling. I can't resist. Yeah. No, don't put me on anything that's peeling. I peel at everything. I've been peeling at my feet lately. I've been peel I just peel skin off as often as I can. I'm just You said I you peel. can't you can't get a screen protector because you peel them off. I yeah, I do. I can't have a screen protector on my phone. I have a liquid one because I will just start fucking peeling at it. I was the goddamn kid in school that put Elmer's glue in his hand. And then yeah. like rubbed them together and then just peeled it off all day and tried to get the biggest piece that I could. So, yeah, that would be my first trick would be to um, take make my whole hand, pull off my whole hand in one sheet. And then for my closing act, I would fill my hand with all the pins from my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> the pin act is good that's a good move like when you when you would put them under your skin right yeah you like stick yourself a with a wee pin. bit yeah it doesn't even hurt at all it's it's fucking great you know then it's i like think giving yourself a piercing in fifth grade kind of yeah yeah and then got up to the point where take a thumbtack off the wall and just push it into your arm i never did that my jason used to push stuff into his uh up here on his collarbone he used to push like needles in there and, and then let people move it around and it would rub mm. his collarbone Ew. and you'd be like, Ew, it's touching his bone. You know what I mean? It would be right. all fun. Yeah. Uh, so I got a story here uh, from the Guardian. Uh, the low cost retailer Dollar General has the highest number of store locations in America. Yeah. With oh, Yeah. Can you believe that? I would have never believed that. I mean... I see them everywhere, um, especially in the most desolate of places. Uh, Dollar General is usually popping. One of the crummiest stores that we have. Oh, fucking there. sucks, dog. It's the <laughs> worst. It's such a fucking lie. It's not a dollar store. There's real dollar stores. And like, if you go not to the anymore. real. Yes, there's real dollar stores. I can take I you right on Morse Road. Oh, I thought they somebody. I guess the Dollar Tree now moved up to a dollar fifty, and I was just extrapolating that to mean all of the dollar stores are a dollar. No, there's still ninety nine cent stores still going strong. <laughs> <laughs> there's a ninety nine cent store across from the the dollar store near me. They have a I'll lot go. of those in New York, which with like the price of real estate does not make any sense to me. The volume they would have to sell at a ninety nine cent store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of shit to get out the door. <laughs> but so like real 99 cent store usually has actual closeout stuff. Um, and you go to like a real dollar store, there will like you can you actually will save money doing that. Dollar General just has the name that makes you think it's a dollar store, but the shit costs way more. And they do fucked up stuff like selling travel size shampoo and shit for a dollar. You know, like instead of selling like an old at like Ollie's will have an old bottle of shampoo for a dollar. Dollar General will have a travel size shampoo for a dollar. I actually hate the business model so much because the reason things are uh, so I'll start it out like this. The 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 reason shit is expensive at the gas station besides just like whoever runs the gas stations is sleazebag is that like shelf space is at a premium. It's the same thing with CVS and Walgreens. Like they say they charge you more because shelf space is at a premium. When you run a store like dollar general where it's roughly the same size as these places. Yes. Shelf space is at a premium, but everything they sell is the fucking smallest size junk 
for like maybe maybe a dollar less but it's all like you said travel size they have to do travel size shampoo i i it's the worst store in the world i i mean they sell they sell they'll sell michelina's uh tv dinners for a dollar but you go to kroger and they're five for or ten for five yeah yeah it's just the worst uh, it's the shittiest place so yeah everything's yeah it's yeah it's just a it's a fucking ripoff yeah, there's 17,600 stores in 46 states, and its golden black logo has become ubiquitous across the country. The company's rapid footprint is continuing to grow as a staggering nearly one out of every three retail stores opening in America this year is now a dollar general. You know what I do, too? Um, whenever I'm with somebody in like a new city and I see a DGX, I'm like, oh, uh, that's actually that's actually a Dollar General. <laughs> it's like the creeping doom of, of uh, lower standards that's coming for all of us. We're all going to age. We're going to get one quarter size thing of shampoo as a ration uh, if this keeps <laughs> if this American economy keeps running. The DGX is hilarious to me because it's like a, a higher level. Do- it's just a Dollar General, but they're like, no, this has got an X on it. So it's like when they used to add extreme to stuff in the nineties. Basically, hey, it's DG Express, baby. Come in and get your dollar, your your junk for no money, I guess. I Like I said, it still isn't much cheaper. All that business generates dizzying revenue, too. The company reported $33.7 billion in sales last fi- uh, fiscal year. Currently, none of the retail stores have unionized. As the company is aggressively opposed to unions with the company philosophy of remaining union free. Yet a handful of workers at a Dollar General store in Barkhamstead, Connecticut, are pushing to change that. With the union election scheduled for the October the 22nd to join the UFCW. Five workers at the store are currently eligible to vote in the election as a sixth employee was abruptly fired just the day before a ni- October 9th cutoff to be eligible. They requested to ma- remain anonymous for fear of risking other job prospects. The workers said they were covering a shift on October 8th when they were not originally scheduled. While they were stocking refrigerated products, they were confronted by one of the corporate level managers who has descended on the store since the union election petition was filed in late September, who criticized the company's inventory system and uh, that often delivered products to the store they had no room to stock, which me and Brett have actually heard about. Yeah, we read another thing on the show about how like cat. They're like, here's another uh, 500 pounds of cat litter, and they're like, we didn't sell the other 500 pounds of cat litter. <laughs> they're like, no, here's your weekly shipment of 500 pounds of cat litter. It's even worse than that. You you saying we we read something? If we had read something, it would stand a reason that not many people had read that piece. Obviously, that was on Undercover Boss. Oh, is that, that what we it saw was? that on? Yeah. Oh, I count that as reading. I count TV as reading. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of people see Undercover Boss. That's not like a rare show. Oh, I know. You're right. That's bigger than a damn article. (laughs) Nobody reads these damn articles. Yeah. Yeah. uh, So this, this, this guy is, this person is working and a fucking corporate level manager shows up at the store that six people work at. What? Because that store is going to get unionized for sure. I don't know what happens after that, but I don't know 
If you lose a, a five-person union drive, I just hope that doesn't happen, but I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think you go into one of these things thinking that, you know, you're not going to win with five employees. Uh, the workers said they were covered. So they were, they were confronted by one of the corporate level managers. And after that, I just continued my day-to-day -day activities about an hour to two hours after my shift, I'd been notified by my manager that all of his bosses had told him to terminate me, said the worker. It's no secret that I was more likely than not a yes voter for the union. And he basically just kind of took advantage of me in a vulnerable moment. Uh, cause he, cause they were working on a, um, a, a shift. They weren't supposed to be on i can't figure out so the worker affirmed in the five months working at dollar general that he had no write-ups was never late and was a model employee the union has filed an unfair labor practice charge with the nlrb over the firing and will be challenging for this union election ballot to be counted in the vote uh i was terminated with absolutely no warning and under false pretenses out of the worker people are fed up with working for the company they're worth nearly 50 billion dollars and our infrastructure is terrible our corporate management is terrible <laughs> our store teams become more of a family than anything because all we're really all we have so why we felt like we needed to take these steps to form a union which is i mean that is like the best way to describe something like this too, where it's like everything in this company sucks, but the people that are here that have to put up with this shit, they're my comrades. And I want, we have decided to do something about it because all we do is stand outside on our smoke breaks and, and, and talk about all the things that are wrong with this play. Yeah. Which time to risk it all. I mean, it's time to just go for it. What are we going to do? Get fired and have to get another shitty job at like another expanding discount store at fucking Ollie's or Roses or Odd Lots or anybody else that's hiring Dollar Tree? Any? Yeah, I, I don't need this job. Might as well make it a fucking pain in the ass for these people. And by the way, Big Lots is not a closeout store anymore. Oh, either. it sucks. I don't think. Yeah, you go in it's there. Fake. It sucks. They're faking yeah. the funk. I think the only one of the closeout stores, Brett, there's only two closeout stores. One. No, you don't know. The flea market. <laughs> I was just thinking that like the only one I could think of was the flea market. Is <laughs> this closeout as it gets? It feels like every time I go to a place, it's supposed to be a closeout store. Although I don't go to a lot. That yeah. always sounds like one. It, Gabe's is even worse. Gabe's is the dregs, man. They'll just throw <laughs> anything on the shelf. <laughs> like it's so gross the shit they sell like roses is bad roses is pretty bad too like but they do have a lot of new products that were just it's like the most flimsiest lampshade like they have a brand new most flimsiest lampshade you know for four dollars <laughs> but like roses uh and gabe's will literally just throw anything on the shelves they have no qualms about it they if they bought it for 50 cents they sell it for a dollar and then that's it like <laughs> that's their business model if it was keep, if they bought it for five they sell it for 10 like that's the, they get it out of here it's gross i mean they have the worst shit like i'm just it makes me feel sad like i think it's one of those like as much as i love consumer products and brands and and all of that stuff um when you see the junk that people make that like are trying to keep up with shoes, like like the the shoes that are copying Skechers, you know, to be cool, like they're selling <laughs> the, they're selling those shoes, um, you know, for for uh, for seventeen dollars. Um, 
And it's just it's a waste of time because everybody wanted, you know, the thing. I, I think like American schools, like you should just be able to pick what Jordans you want for the year. Like, I think that just should you just should be handed like an East Bay and then you, you, you get school shoes. That's what we give to all of our kids each year. And stop Thank making you. these fake ass ones or these roundabout shits. It's, it's stupid. It just the one we all know the ones we like and everything else is copying off of them. They can give you the fucking shoes you want. You could get like a menu of cool shoes. Right. And uh, they'll have it there with your school supplies on the first day of school. Like yeah, that would work instead of, yeah, instead of having people feel like rubbing two pennies together to try to get a piece of shit that cover their feet technically so they can go to work, but like aren't comfortable and aren't worth a damn. Well, it's and junk. ugly. It's junk. And you try to wonder, like, who did the people who made it even think anybody was going to buy these things I know. like when you no. go to some of these places you're like some of this shit is just they do know you're trash yeah well like dish towel it's like towels though like you so you can you can make one good dish towel and instead they they take all the fibers that go into one dish towel and they make four dish towels out <laughs> and then it's they because they know people can't afford four good dish towels you know people can afford one good dish towel that's been broken down to four it's going to be hanging on for dear life before it ever gets fucking replaced, you know, but then they're taking advantage of people like that, you know, have to keep their house presentable and uh, need a, a fucking new towel. And then that's, you know, and then also the compulsion to like buy new stuff all the fucking time, you know, which if it's just, it's this, there's so much shit, just so right. much garbage. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean like I go, I, I only shop for Charlotte, like, at uh, this at once upon a child, like the used store, oh, and yeah. it's just constantly it's it's just overflowing, bursting at the fucking seams of shirts that were like tried on two and a half times and like never worn again. Or like oh, yeah, me and you were talking about Halloween costumes too, like because my daughter my daughter has always had probably a half dozen Halloween costumes because we just get them from the thrift store for like four or five bucks. Like that's been her dress up closet for ages. So anytime we go out to an event, she wears a different Halloween costume because she has a whole collection of them. But they make these new like throwaway people wear them one time. A set pay seventy dollars for one fucking costume. It's 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 outrageous. Oh yeah, it's unsustainable. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I remember one time I went. I was on vacation, and it was when I was like at probably my lowest, at my brokest point ever, and uh, I I forgot to bring a beach towel. And I had to go and get a beach towel and they had three for $10 beach towels. And I bought a three for $10 beach towel because I was just like, you know what, man, I ain't going to spend fucking 30 bucks on a beach towel. And uh, I bought these three for $10 motherfuckers and uh, the water just beads right off of those. things. Oh, yeah. It's just pushing it around on you. Yeah, you're just pushing the water around on your body. (laughs) It's colored fishing line. It's like trying to dive. (laughs) That's what you're doing. Oh, my God. Uh, Zulaki91 in the chat is right. Gabe's is where uh, the clothing goes that was intended to be destroyed. Like, that was stuff that got saved from being destroyed. Like, most people would write it off as a tax return. And Gabe's is like, we'll give you 75 cents a piece. (laughs) 75 cents a unit out the door. Uh, that's the that's the that's the out the door price don't hit me with any sort of special fees or nothing else i'll take those goddamn things <laughs> i'll sell them for 80 cents <laughs> yeah it's like yeah it's like raw someone else said it is like it's like ross like what's ross dressed for less when they're like well i guess we got to burn this it's like gabe steps up like 
let me give it another chance. <laughs> it's like that third company that buys your debt. Like the third company that's like, you owe $1,500 to your American general loan. Warning, if you reply to this, your loan will be reinstated. It will be reported on your credit and you will have to start paying it again. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dollar General has a record of retaliating against employees for organizing or speaking out. In May last year, a market planning analyst at Dollar General's corporate headquarters in Tennessee was terminated after sending emails to his superiors with concerns about the poor COVID response from the company. Uh, in December 2017, a Dollar General store voted four to two to unionize, the first store to do so. Dollar Gen General disputed the election results but lost their appeals in court. Soon after the court decision that ruled Dollar General must recognize the union at the store, the company announced plans to close the store, claiming future profitability concerns. In 2018, yep. Dollar General also fired a manager at a separate store in Missouri for asking corporate managers about how the union result would affect other stores. I mean, that guy was just asking the <laughs> question. <laughs> he was, they were like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you. You're not taking this serious enough. We're under attack right now. And then you're talking about telling other stores this is happening. I'm fighting for my fucking life right now, man. You know what it reminds me of is when you work at a at when when you work and you're in the break room and you sit down and somebody says the word union and everybody oh. at the table is like, oh, oh, wait, don't say that around here. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to end up fight. That guy just literally said the word union and they were like, out, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. This guy right. asking this guy's union. Yeah, <laughs> we don't cram your cram here, sir. No. <laughs> No, we're not asking questions like that out. Not out loud. You come to us quietly where we can snuff any of those inquisitions. It's such an odd reason. He said, so I'm picturing. Hey, like, uh, is the other stores going to be unionizing too then? <laughs> or even I, I like the idea that he is like um, on a conference call and he's like, uh, so how is this result going to affect the other stores? And they're like, uh, uh, please uh, get a hold of me after this meeting. And then the guy's walking out crying. Yeah, yep. <laughs> we'll talk about this in a little bit. You're done. <laughs> I'm, next time I see you, I'm going to lead you out of this fucking place. I can't believe they fired a guy just for asking questions. <laughs> he was a fucking manager, too. It's not like he would be in the union anyway. Right. They just didn't like that. The word like, dog, you're not ready for battle. You are not good to go on this. No, <laughs> no, you're out. You're weak. You have a weak constitution. You should have been looking up a full, full blown assault on this on your free time. You're not management <laughs> material. The workers in Connecticut said the union organizing drive at their store was prompted by a verbal altercation in September that two district managers had with their store manager where employees and customers could overhear screaming. That day was the day that we all got scared to lose our jobs. If they can go accusing the store manager for something that he didn't do, they can do the same thing to us, said a current employee at Bark Hampstead store who requested to rename remain anonymous out of fear of retaliation, which is technically probably a, like a really good idea because it seems like they really like to retaliate. Yeah, they're going to get you. They're going to go after you. We need to protect ourselves. We need to also have our voices heard. So we decided to join the union and fight for our rights. 
Since the union organizing drive went public, Dollar General has sent several corporate managers and union avoidance consultants to dissuade workers from voting for the union through one-on-one -on -one meetings and constant intimidation. That is that is uh, uh, got to be uncomfortable. I, I I've never had that happen. Wait, I've never what was been it? a part. Like sending in the anti-union consultants to um, have one-on-one -on -one meetings to intimidate and uh, discourage people from unionizing. Yeah, I've never had that badass of a workforce. I've never been a part of that badass of a workforce. I guess. No, yeah. I would love to have sat down with them, though, and, and like hear what they say. Like, what are you trying to say to me? Like, uh, uh, do they just offer everybody a manager? position <laughs> like, <laughs> isn't that isn't there a place like that isn't a, like jimmy john's like that or something where like everybody's a, a lead or some shit yeah 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 i i forget what it is but everybody's some sort of a manager at jimmy john's yeah someone's uh, like a produce manager someone's a, a order manager someone's a bathroom manager <laughs> they brought in union busters to try to pick us off one by one we're not letting that happen, the worker added. I try all day just to stay away from them, which is very hard because they're always following you, distracting you, pulling you out of the store, trying to talk to you. It's so stressful. I've been having so much anxiety and stress that I have to talk to a therapist. The workers <sighs> outlined several reforms they are pushing for through their effort to unionize, including improving low wages as workers are paid the minimum wage of $13 an hour or... Uh, are paid to Connecticut of 13 or a fraction above better benefits, holiday pay, job security, better treatment from corporate. And yeah. they are calling on one of their fired coworkers to be reinstated. Uh, the better treatment from corporate is just like never. This is what they're asking for. Days. Yeah, that's what they asked. Oh, I was going to say that's what they were being offered. And I was like, yeah, that's not that's nothing. That's that can't happen. Yeah, the, the thing but about yeah. better better treatment from corporate is always such like a, a, a that's a tough one, man, because corporate what? really will hate you once you're a union. Well, that's fine, though. I mean, you're not going to get it any other way. This is how you get that, though. Respect. This is the process. Yeah, this is how you earn their respect. Yeah. According to Payscale, Dollar General employees make an average base of about $10.04 an hour. Um, so they they were considered essential workers. Uh, they lost two members to COVID during the pandemic while working, and we've had tons of members catch COVID. We've had members lose relatives, Petronella said. COVID has been challenging, but at the same time, it's made the public realize how essential workers are at stores like Dollar General and grocery stores where people need to buy their food and supplies. A spokesperson for Dollar General said in an email, the company does not comment specifically on pending legal or personnel matters, but disagreed with the claim from the former employee and allegations of retaliation or harassment. Uh, in regards to the union drive, the spokesperson said, at Dollar General, we believe our commitment to open direct communication affords employees the best opportunity to be heard, learn, and grow their careers. In keeping with our commitment, we have worked to ensure our employees are providing accurate, factual information regarding unions, including the UFCW and Local 371, as well as our perspective on why a union is not in their best interest. So mess up our relationship. Yeah, we, we were getting along so well. We were fucking, things were really going good between us. It. And 
Yeah, they started getting mad all of a sudden. We were making so much money and doing so well as a store. I thought it was like going great. You know, people were 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 showing up and and being forced to work more than they wanted to, and we were getting results. And now they're mad about it. I mean, I got to be honest with you, man. You came to us and filled out an application. We didn't go to you. <laughs> you asked for this, okay? You yeah. signed up for this shit. You knew it was fucking toxic when you filled out the the un- the employment application. Yeah. <laughs> you knew what the fuck you were getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, you. I mean, you asked us, you came in here, you look at this fucking place. Did this look like a good fucking place to work? Look at this bullshit we sell. How are we going to make any money here? We, what do you think <laughs> we're going to do? What do you think we're going to do? Selling this for a dollar. What the fuck do you think we're going to do? We're Dollar General. Yeah. I we're family. It's a time. dysfunctional family, okay? I'll fucking say it. Hey, but we, got, we love each other. We're going down with the, the ship. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> suffers together. I'm, all y'all down here at the store suffer together. I mean, grandma and grandpa the- at the top get everything else. I distinctly remember the first time I went to a Dollar General and I saw something that I might have wanted. I don't remember what it was, but I saw something and then I went and I grabbed it and I looked at the price tag and it said $8 and I audibly gasped because I thought it was a dollar store and that's exactly $7 more than I thought it was going to cost. Yeah, I think for some reason, I feel like I remember the first time I feel like everything was either 5, 10, 15, 20. Everything was $5 increments. And there was something I wanted and I picked it up and it was 15. And I was like, this is a $12 item. It looks, it feels like you rounded up on this one. Yeah. Like instead of going to 10, you went to 15. And I wasn't thinking that when I picked it up. Yeah. Dollar General, fuck you. Recognize the union. Always bad. Yeah. Uh, this is a piece I got today too. Je- Joey Holtz recalled first hearing complaints about a labor shortage last year when he called the donate convalescent plasma at a clinic near Fort Myers, Florida. The guy went on this rant about how he can't find help and he can't keep anybody in his medical facility because they all quit over the stimulus checks, Holtz told Insider. And I'm like, your medical professionals quit over $1,200 checks? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's weird. 4,000 bucks. Yeah. What, what, really? <laughs> Over the next several months, the 37 year old watched as a growing chorus of businesses said they couldn't find anyone to hire because of government stimulus money. It was so ubiquitous that he joined a no one wants to work Facebook group where users made memes deriding frustrated employers. Uh, wait, deriding them? Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, He said he found it hard to believe that government money was keeping people out of the labor force, especially when the end of expanded federal unemployment benefits did not seem to trigger a surge in employment. All expanded benefits ended in September, but 26 states ended it in early June and July. If this extra money that everyone supposedly living off of stopped in June, And it's now September. Obviously, that's not what's stopping them. He said workers have said companies struggling to hire aren't offering competitive pay and benefits. So Holtz, a former food service worker and charter boat crewman, oh, okay, decided to run an experiment. On September 1st, he sent job applications to a pair of restaurants that had been particularly public about their staffing challenges. Then he widened the test and spent the remainder of the month applying to jobs, mostly at employers vocal about a lack of workers and tracking his journey in a spreadsheet. Two weeks and 28 applications later, he had just nine email responses, 
one follow-up phone call and one interview with a construction company that advertised a full-time job focused on site cleanup paying $10 an hour. Mm -hmm. But Holt said the construction company instead tried to offer Florida's minimum wage of $8.65 to start, even though the wage was scheduled to increase to $10 an hour on September 30. He added that it wanted full- (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, that is so dastardly. I mean, that is fucking so cheap. That is (laughs) pathetic. How do what you are you going to use? What do you we use that eight eight dollars and fifty cents that you're going to say? What are you going to use that on? <laughs> it's a dollar thirty five. They were just like, we can't. No, I mean that dollar thirty five. We can't afford it until we absolutely have to be able to afford it on September. Yeah, you're in 30th. trouble. Your yeah. business in trouble. Uh, but Holt is so even though the wage was so he added that it wanted full time availability while scheduling only part time until Holt's gained seniority. Holt said he wasn't applying for any roles he didn't qualify for. Some jobs wanted a high school diploma, he said. Some wanted retail experience, he added. Most of them either said willing to train or minimum experience, and none of them were over $12 an hour. He said, I didn't apply for anything that required a degree. I didn't apply for anything that said must have six months experience in this thing. And uh, Holtz isn't alone. Others have spoken about their troubles. In a Facebook post on September 29th, which went viral on Twitter and Reddit as well, Holtz said 58 applications say y'all aren't desperate for workers. You just miss your slaves. So this guy put in 58 applications and got two responses back. Um, yeah. And, um, this is just a story they like to tell, you know, people, uh, I think people are hanging on for dear life for the most part right now. Yeah. They're not calling people back for sure, dude, because how many times have you heard like that businesses, this place really needs to hire people, you know? And then like, you just, I doubt that I bet you anything. They're not calling people back. They're not desperate. They're just trying to say you're lazy. So they yeah. don't have to raise their benefits and wages. By the um, end of September, we had, whole- um, we had, um, a, we had a pretty good showdown in uh, my local town, my local city, uh, Facebook group. So, um, Clintonville is, uh, inside Columbus. It's, it's Columbus city schools. Um, but it is all where like the nicest, um, some of the most expensive houses are, where all the radical liberals are, uh, that have families and shit. Um, but, uh, wits custard, um, which is like a mainstay cause it's right by the elementary school. Uh, it's right there on North Broadway, uh, where everybody fucking goes and walks all the time. Uh, the owner of there went in there and, uh, was complaining a little bit about like, I can't find teens. They usually have teens to work for me and I have have nothing going on this year and uh they went after his ass <laughs> and like he apologized and uh, i think is is rethinking the the pay structure and uh and what he offers to employees because he went in there like talking like he was the most generous person and then people were just like you kind of fucking listen you know you listen here's what the world here's what the world is right now it, they weren't, we're not talking about like an old school america you know where a comic book was 25 cents and shit you know like everything is expensive as fuck and people are, are stretching, you know, it's not oh, yeah. getting, it's not getting better. You know, no, these, these, this, 
the, all that happened is this, the, uh, the stimulus got people more tattoos and pay off their debt. Like it just caught people up. All it ever did was get the creditors off your back. Like that's the only thing that stimulus money did. I mean, anyone. it got me my office. That was pretty much what it got me. And I don't yeah. have a penny from it. You know, I don't have any money on the other side. I can't imagine that people that didn't have jobs through the, the whole pandemic. I mean, like there has to be such a like an upper class person thing to think that like you got those stimulus checks, those crummy stimulus checks. Oh, yeah. And then like maybe you had uh, expanded unemployment up until like August or September and you're just still fucking living high on the hog on that money. I mean, I mean yeah, I mean, I, I watch the money that just slips through my fingers and, you know, and I don't I mean, I kill my I mean, I, I honestly have a lot of hatred for myself for making like the meager amount that I do. And I can't believe how much it, it, it goes like, you know, I have a fucking car issue again. Uh, and I have to go back to the shit place that did the shit job in the first place. And I, I just wish I could go somewhere else. Um, but I don't know. There's just the, the amount of money that gets wasted. And then for these people to think that that it was a big impact on anyone's life, you know, like that yeah. really made a big difference of, of anything. Like how is one month's rent? What does that do? Like, how is how do I have a new look out lease on life? Like, is that, am I not privileged anymore? You know, like if, if, I, if I was previously in that class is like, is this the great equality that Joe Biden did for us? Brought everyone out of poverty by giving us $200 a month. If you have a kid, like, yeah, I mean, $200, sure. I mean, that's how much it costs. I mean, the school asks for that back. The school asks oh, yeah. for you to spend that back with them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Through programs, through donations, through any of that, like they, that money is, is gets recycled right back to them anyways. Oh, they want that fucking yeah, that three hundred bucks that that are you getting that three hundred dollars every month? Yeah, no, yes. yeah, two two fifty because Erica, she takes fifty bucks. No, no, she makes too much money. Ah, oh, geez, I get three hundred bucks a month, but it's gone in fifteen minutes. Basically, it's just extra groceries. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, so you have to buy all these Yeezys for my kids, and the school should just be giving them Yeezys. I know. Thank you. A huge sign used during a high school football game is causing controversy in a North Carolina school district. According to WBTV, cheerleaders at Butler High School held a banner that read, Sniff, Sniff, you smell that? Privilege for the football team to run through before the start of the game. The Wait, wording what? implied. So the sign says, Sniff, Sniff, you smell that? And then dollar sign, privilege dollar sign because like they were, were playing bragging. a catholic high school oh they were shoot they were taking a shot at the other school so yeah it's they a were public punching high up. school punching yeah up. it's a public high school and a catholic high school yeah and this is in my experience catholic high schools are private they you have to pay to go there right yeah 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 they, yeah they cost a lot of money yeah. Or you can, I mean, the, the Republicans also like to divert public school money to go to that horse shit. Cause it's, you know, like it, it's, they want to have every kid have an amount of dollars travel with them, you know? Yeah. School choice. Yeah. That, yeah. That charter shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 But like, I know that like my daughter is broke as my, my family is, is Carly, broke as fuck, you know, but like my daughter they play the local private school, Columbus Academy, in sports. 
and they just feel like like the proletariat working man out there you know they're just like my daughter is just like yeah these fucking rich kids coming into fucking our neighborhood it's like get out of here <laughs> there are probably kids that no but anybody <laughs> Fuck people that pay for school, though. Like, it is a seriously, it's a us versus them. Like, fuck them forever. Uh -huh. Yeah, anybody yeah. that's parents public paid school. for school. Yeah, public school for everybody. Make them all good. Don't do this fucking separation shit based upon money. Fuck that forever. 100% agree. Catholics in the Catholic Church should also just be run to the ground. Also, <laughs> should be, uh, should not be a popular thing. You love getting yelled at. Parents were stunned that student cheerleaders held the banner and some called it disappointing. The thing that was so deserving was that it was children, said Melissa. This is trash talk, by the way. It's not so like deserving or <laughs> no, Wait, they said, said it was uh, disturbing. disturbing. The thing that was so disturbing. disturbing was that it was children doing the children holding this. Oh, so a kid. A kid saw your bullshit and called you on it. <laughs> yeah. Grownups are nice to your face. Grownups want to work for you. Grownups want to, to live that lazy ass, useless lifestyle that y'all got where you make enough money to pay $20,000 to send your kid to school. Whatever horseshit job you have, that is, there's nothing. Yeah. And it's funny. The, the pearl clutching here is the thing that was so disturbing was that it was children, said Melissa Swanson, a parent who attended the football game with her son, whether they are high school, elementary school or middle school, they're children, the administration, the coaches, the athletic shit's director, funny. They shit's had funny to know it. Yeah. This they they got your ass. They got your ass and made you feel type of way. Like make your kids. Why don't you pay for uh, roasting lessons for your child so that they can come back with a better banner next year? That's what you people do. It's just throw money at the problem. Fucking assholes go away. Like you can't fuck with us. Yeah. You can't, you can't fuck with that. You can't fuck with proletarian rage. Like that's what they're all. They're always going to be aliens and uh, they should be reminded of it constantly until they no longer want to exist or yeah, we have I to have make them not exist. I have a feeling the outraged parents in this case are conservative types that have that do have money that no. are libs to it's everybody that spends money on them schools. It's both. Well, no, I'm saying I, I have a feeling that the outraged people about this sign are like conservative types that are trying to get back at the cancel culture. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, they're I like, oh, I'm everybody. so offended. I'm so offended by this sign that calls the people that go to the school that they have to pay money to go to privileged. You I know? mean, there's fucking people that buy uh, million dollar houses in the city and then don't believe in God and then send their kids to a Catholic school because it's there. They think the public school is too dangerous and they call themselves a liberal and they, they call they, you know, they say they care about, you know, black liberation and shit, but on Instagram, they share those like infographics, but yeah, it's it's I don't think it's I think it's all of them like anybody. I mean, it's 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 all of there's that's the reason that they're there. So it, it hits everybody in the face. Yeah, I just feel like the people who are are, are, are Samantha B types and them New York City types that like pay for private schools because they don't want to send their kids to New York public or, you know, D.C. All of the I mean, Columbus does it, too. It's yeah. everywhere. I mean, it's lib as fuck. It's a totally like this is why they're the enemy. And this is why we can't. They are conservatives as well when it comes to shit like this. They are. They talk the talk. 
They, they, I'm sorry. They talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. Like they will share like a, a cab meme, but they will call the police as soon as like the uh, raccoon is in their garbage can. Or and, and they'll talk about like we need to stand up for black queer youth, and then we'll send their kid to an all white fucking private school where yeah. all the or like you know actually um I I this is a, a very unlikable quality about myself. Um, but makes people mad is when people tell me that their kids are going to hip hop dance classes uh, in the suburbs. I'm like, that's, that's not how you learn how to hip hop dance though. Like that's a facsimile. That's not, there's no fucking Cindy is going to teach you that you should, that's like a culture that you should be involved in. Like you, you should, you should not consider you can't, that's not something that you can colonize like that. Yeah. Uh, all that shit. It's like they, yeah. they, they just they those those people are just like blatantly horrible all the time, casually. And it's it's for the same reasons as conservatives for me at this point. Like it's the same results. It doesn't really fucking matter. Like if you don't if you're not into defund the police, you just want them to get training and shit. You know, that's 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 funding the police. That's conservative. Like you're you people are fucking horrible. Like I'm just like. Dating people, I've talked, I've come up with brushed up with more libs like personally recently, and I've become way more disgusted and like totally unacceptable because <laughs> I've also went to like, I went to that Narcan training um, at Half Baked and met like totally radical people that were cool and nice. I went to the mass, I went to the mass, uh, mass Ohio, that anarchist uh, group last night. And it was really nice to just feel comfortable around people that were very nice and wanted to have fun and were not too serious and were not like, not like assholes about anything, but you don't have to worry about them complaining about like twerking uh, or like <laughs> shit like that. You don't have to worry about them talking about like um, rough cars in the neighborhood or something like you don't have to worry. <laughs> like there's nothing about, yeah, there's nothing weird about them. Because like that was like cars. <laughs> yeah, there was a rough car driving down the street. You know, it was a rough car. <laughs> it was looked a little rough, and maybe the person inside was rough too. Yeah, I mean, it's they're driving me nuts. I don't know. Like, I'm just becoming more intolerable of it uh, at this point because it's just like th there's only one way to to take care of this problem. It's not through any of their shit that they want to keep trying to do the nice way. Yeah, yeah. I don't really rub up against a lot of them, and like my. My avoidance of like confrontation leads me to just go like most of the time when the conversation starts to happen, it's just, oh, yeah, no, that's not how I feel about it. Like yeah. over and over again, it's like my answer is always, oh, well, nope, that's I don't think that's going to solve the problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if somebody ever told me we need to train the police better, I would probably say no. We needed to just totally get fucking rid of them. That's right. a ridiculous thing that you just said. Right. Start but, from uh, zero. Yeah. I have I not was, heard that one. Yeah. That's the world. That's the world we're in. Well, let's uh, ask a manager. Oh, we have forever since breakfast says they have a rough car. So the, we do a show for rough car people. That's what I'm saying. That's what I would try to tell people. I know people with rough cars. Don't talk about them like that. I haven't had a rough car in a very long time. Ooh, my car sounds so fucking rough, dude. I'm so pissed about it because this, the, the insurance place sent me to the worst fucking place. They gave me a car back that had the engine light on. I had to bring it back to get the fucking engine light off because they forgot to put in an O2 sensor and double check before they gave the car. Now there's a problem. They gave me a warranty. I want the warranty to be handled somewhere else. I don't want to deal with these fucking people again.
I, I don't want them to take the car again. And it sent my car sounds so fucking bad. And <laughs> it's there, it's rattling like crazy. The catalytic converter is like almost off the bone. Like it's like, wow, it's really loud. And my car looks so sick. So there'll be like some sweet, innocent child at like the pickup line at school will be like waving, giving me a peace sign. And I'll be like, oh, thanks. And I can't hear anything because my car is so fucking loud. <laughs> I can't believe the catalytic converter is still fucked up. The pipes or uh, some, some bracket broke or something didn't connect right. Um, they sent it to Mad Hatter, the worst, the chintziest shop in town, like the bottom barrel. It's the same thing. It's like the, it's like the Ollie's. It's like the Gabe's of fucking car repair. And it's like, that's not what I wanted. Like, can, could somebody just do this right? Like I pay so much for this fucking insurance and I, I get treated. I get the fucking worst, uh, the worst, uh, repair. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hate insurance. Hate all of it. Hate this whole society. Oh, me too. Me too. Yes. It I just goes, it's you. just, it's like, we could do things right and take a break. Instead of like coming up with a million different ways to get people paid off scam products and cheap deals and wastes of time. We could just have a few craftsmen, all of us work four hours a day, and then the rest of our time just fuck off and have fun. Like, there's no reason to make all the shit that we do, keep coming up with new flavors of horse shit that we already like. It's, it's done. We did it. Like, this is the peak. This, there's nothing more to do. God, I'm so tired of the shit they're coming up with anymore. Let's call it. Yeah. It, I wish late capitalism would fucking fuck off already and die. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's the pits. Why don't we ask a manager? Uh, okay. Somebody sent me a piece from the ask a manager advice column. We've been having a lot of fun with advice columns. Uh, this question from a manager will really get you i think i predict this one is even worse than the other ones we've done um and brett i think it's i think it's worse than last week's where the the guy was just like why does my employee keep changing her clothes which that was a very strange question you know what it was i mean i also forgot i did listen back to that that she was probably just doing a tiktok account because there's like thousands of people that do that on tiktok every day just change clothes yeah to show off is like they're to get hired to do makeup work or to try to do costuming or design of some sort yeah and yeah. and uh, and also to if you're good at sharing tips and tricks and you have a good technique and you can and you're fun like you can get it monetized you could get a, a you could get an exclusive color with some brand or something i gotta say though i'm still pretty mad at the guy for saying i don't know what to how do I ask her about it? Like the reason I'm annoyed, I was annoyed with that guy is because he should have asked her, just walked up and said, why are you always changing clothes? Instead of being yeah. like agonizing over it all the time and stuff like that. It's just, yeah. it was such a weird situation. He procrastinated himself, you know, into the point of getting fired. Like I said, he thought he thought about it too much. He thought about too much. This worked him up too much. And uh, he has to, he can't be in the vicinity of this young woman anymore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, he screwed it up all because he was like, he took a step and then like, she looked the other way and he turned sideways and was like, Oh, she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to me to ask, you know? And then he just let that build until he gets cancer or some sort of stomach issue. Like he's gonna, all that stress is going to kill him. 
or like gets divorced because of her, <laughs> like because yeah. he keeps talking about this lady at work to his yep. wife. You know. Yep. Yep. Um. So here we go. Oh, this one pissed me off. I I I should look at who sent me this real quick right before I read this. I should have had it up already, but uh, when I read it, I was like, "Yeesh." I'll start it out here. Uh, yeah. Sometimes when I see bad stuff, I have to close it quick. I'm not comfortable with one of my new staff members and how overconfident she is. Her work is great and she needed very little training, but she's got very big britches. <laughs> oh, come on, dog. <laughs> That's unacceptable. I, I mean, I love that shit. I love some. Somebody is co confident, cocky, but also delivers. Like that's like he just straight up told on like this is enough to be just be like great job like I don't know that's that's enough they did like they earned it you know I guess uh, the thing about it is that people beat themselves up all the time um, when they should actually be be proud of a lot of the stuff that they do and uh, I don't see any problem with that you know well <laughs> and if, when it comes to like dunking on top of you or something, you know, like putting the, like, I don't. Yeah. Well, uh, let's, let's the, listen. Sorry. Yeah. There's so much more. The person that sent this is Fleskered. F-L-E-S-K-E-R-E-D. And uh, here Flesker. we go. Fleskered on Twitter. Uh, that's on Twitter. Uh, Jane has only been with us for two months. Okay. Just today, she asked for a meeting with me and our payroll manager. It turns out payroll made an error entering her direct deposit information that resulted in Jane not getting paid, not once, but two times. Um, our company requires potential candidates to complete sample assignments during the interview process, and we pay them an hourly contractor rate. It turns out she didn't get paid for her assignment period or for the next full pay cycle. The payroll employee apologized directly to Jane in an email because it was their error in entering her information and not following up slash fixing it that resulted in Jane not getting paid. Jane was able to show emails back and forth where she checked in with the payroll employee and asked if it was fixed, which they confirmed it was. Today was payday and Jane didn't get paid. She checked with the employee again, and they acknowledged that they thought it was fixed. It's upsetting for Jane. I under understand, but I think she was out of line about the whole thing. People make mistakes. Neither payroll nor I knew anything about it until today. Oh, my God. That was just the most Charlotte. You have to stop playing that, please. No more sounds until the show is over. She was playing some crazy fucking haunted sound over and over again while I was like grasping onto reality and trying to listen to what the fuck you were saying. Oh, <laughs> but I think I understood. Um, uh, but let me just say, she hasn't been paid two weeks in a row and she's done everything possible in her power to get herself paid and alert people to the reasons why she hasn't been paid. She's, she's done everything she's supposed to do. Yes, yeah, he's mad that she brought it up that she didn't get paid. And he's like, why are you paying attention? Aren't you just happy to have the job? It's like, <laughs> no, motherfucker. I do my own paperwork, okay? I'm not going to rely on you. Look, you already fucked me out of money. I have, Twice. now I'm, watch, I'm watching closer. Now yeah, I, that, every, everything, every single thing that comes in now, I'm invoicing you. I'm watching it. I'm, I'm writing it down. I'm screenshotting it. I need signatures on all this shit so that I know I'm going to get paid the money because you already started sneaky. You already yeah. started seeing if I wouldn't notice or if I would just be like a good sport about it, you know?
Dude, and all I could think about as I was reading that paragraph was like thinking about how fucking low your bank account gets between jobs when you're oh, heading into oh. your fucking next job. You know, you know what she was doing? You know what she was doing before this meeting, this very appropriate meeting? She was saying like, I should charge them for every fucking overdraft fee I fucking got. It's 700 fucking fucking dollars. Because that's what happens. They don't pay you. And then you, you're, the, the car is like, oh, I'm sorry. Your payment didn't get through. It's now $45 more. We need it back immediately or we'll take your car. You know, it's like, oh, mm -hmm. no. Like that shit falls apart quick. Paycheck to paycheck. Everybody knows what's up. I mean, for real, who is not that way? Even the millionaires in this motherfucking country are paycheck to paycheck. They're, they're blowing it at the same amount rate that we are. So I don't know why you think that it's inappropriate for someone to be like, uh, we get paid every other Friday. What's going on? Yeah. It, you it, told me, you looked at me, I signed paperwork. I signed a piece of paper that said this was the deal. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. I've never, I, I, I know that the first paycheck I've ever gotten from a job is immediately gobbled up by all the expenses I've accrued since I quit the job before it. I mean, I always get my own numbers. I, I mean, I I've been a spreadsheet person my whole life. So I've always been somebody that like figures out how much, you know, I'm also, I also uh, like to pre pre spend everything. So I would like to do the math ahead of time. Keeping your own numbers is super smart. I don't know. You're the only person I've ever met in my life that keeps their own numbers. Well, also, but, I mean, uh, it's a big piece of advice for like people that are doing under the table work too, or like illegal yeah. work, you know, uh, like that, that kind of stuff. They will fuck you over. They'll call an 11 hour day, 10, because you got a lunch or something, you know? No, I think it's genius to keep your own numbers. I, I it never even crossed my mind ever to keep my own numbers. Uh, yeah. Our, what is, I mean, it's, I mean, it's like, this is, this person just, why, we, we need a, we, like, we set a good trap. Whatever this, this email is, is a great trap to find this person, but they need to be re-educated. The per, like yeah. these, every time I hear someone asking for advice on these so far, what you brought to me, I want to black bag these people uh, yeah. and maybe change their point of view on how the world works. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because they fucked it up like they didn't understand that somebody that come and comes and does the job just wants the money for the job i mean what fantasy world do you live in where people don't do that well there's more to this too neither payroll nor i knew anything about it until today we both apologized and assured her the issue would be handled. After that, she looked at me and the payroll manager and said, I appreciate your apology, but I need you both to understand that this can't happen again. This has put me under financial strain and I can't continue to work for a company if this isn't corrected today. Um, yes, that is suck. suck it. Fucking suck it. That is true, but that is fucking the most appropriate response possible to say, no. like, I can't work here anymore if you're not going to fucking pay me. You, you haven't paid me in a month. Yeah, you got uncomfortable around a warrior. Sorry, you're yeah. weak. You're weak. You're yellow belly. Y'all are cowards. Somebody said out loud, you motherfucking disrespected me. The payroll you, man. You, you treated me like you don't give a fuck about my financial situations as, as if like I'm not coming here 
And uh, everybody's saying, oh my gosh, she's one of the best new hires we've had in a long time. I mean, she's a, she's really something, isn't she? You know, like, like <laughs> give it up. And then you, you not, you didn't give me my check for a whole month. Like, yep. I'm about to start stealing from you. The payroll manager was heavily. This is nice. I'm being nice. All I did was point <laughs> out the truth. I pointed out what happened here and made sure that we both understood it was you that fucked me over. I did nothing except for what I was asked. The payroll manager was heavily in agreement, but I was speechless that she'd speak to management like that. <sighs> payroll oh, handled God, the man. whole thing and cut her a check with the okay from HR. Jane had referenced that not being paid put her in financial hardship and unable to pay bills. So HR allowed the use of the employee hardship fund and gave her $500 in gift cards so that she can get groceries and gas and catch up on bills. Okay. Kind of, yeah. Now we're starting to treat people respectfully around here. <laughs> A little bit. I'm just kind of floored that she's getting gift cards after speaking to her superiors like that. I'm also uncomfortable because why is our company responsible for her fiscal irresponsibility? Her personal finances or debts are not the company's responsibility. I just don't think it's the company's responsibility to give her more than what she's earned. The extra $500 from the employee emergency relief fund to fix things for her that it if she overspent or didn't prioritize her bills or save smartly, we also don't know if she is actually experiencing a financial hardship or just claiming that she was. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm ready to pull a gun. <laughs> Me too. HR allowed <laughs> this dude needs his ass beat. Yeah. What yeah. is this? What are you so invested in this for? And, and I, how dare you? And, and like I said, you know, that, that, that was it. Here's the thing. Like this guy wants to be gross about it. Like this guy wants her to put like an invoice out in the public. Like how much did it actually cost you? You know, yep. because that $500 gift card is covering the fact that like you couldn't buy as much groceries because you were paying late fees, you know, yeah. or you're paying catch up fees. Yeah. That, um, what an asshole, like what a fucking yeah. piece of garbage. What, what does he want? Like, what does he want? Is this like, I don't know. Is this like a deathmatch team or something? What is, <laughs> well, there's what is more HR allowed her paid time to go to the bank today and deposit her check. I told our HR person that while it's not okay, Jane didn't get paid. The way she approached it was uncalled for. HR told no. me she's right. It can't happen again. And it shouldn't have happened at all. I'm getting yeah, tired of the respect gap I'm seeing with younger staff. I think Jane would be better suited at a different department. I'm not comfortable having her on my team since it's obvious she doesn't understand she's entry level and not in charge. Should I wait a while before suggesting she transfer to a different department? <laughs> God damn, Jane, forever. Long live Jane. This is, new, this is Jane of Arc or something, man. This is a new, this is a new hero. She said, she said, she said, Okay, so you paid me back for all the money you owed me. You gave me the five hundred dollars gift cards. You expect me to do an unpaid run to my bank because I would not have to go to my bank otherwise. I'm only going to my bank. I'm going to the downtown one too. So there's going to be parking. You're going to have to pay for that, and there's going to be a walk. And I'm going to go to the downtown bank and I'm going to go deposit this check. And you're going to pay me for the whole fucking hour. 
<laughs> while I'm depositing this check. Yeah. Simply because I had to bring it up to you, a fucking million dollar ass company that's supposed to have their shit together and is taking me away from my absolutely stellar work that I'm constantly fucking doing for your ass. And Jane, like, I, I want to stress this too, that Jane isn't some like extremist anarchist comrade warrior or whatever. Jane is asking for literally exactly what she deserves. Yeah, like everything like, that she wants, she deserves. I don't no, my, think it doesn't come off like she yelled at these people either. She spoke forcefully with them, which is what you do when you've worked for a no. month and not been paid. And the thing is about it is, though, is that like when people sometimes when people speak the truth and it's about how you mistreated them, it feels force. It feels like force, but it, it's pushing you. It's, it's telling you that you're in the wrong. It is a force. It is for it's, it's not like. She's not being aggressive. She's not assaulting anybody. She is literally like shaking you and saying, hey, you owe me fucking money. Like, you, yeah. that's we you agreed to it. That's just how it goes. That's I this mean, is why I'm here is to get money. I now mean, I'm distressed. You, you should really think about how I would have reacted to some. I would have fucking Brett. I would have lost my fucking mind and looked the yeah, way I looked the day I went to rehab. Like the day I went to rehab, a friend of mine came over and said, you looked in a way that I've never seen another person look like your, your demeanor was just, and I would have been, I would have been pulling my fucking hair out of my head. I'd have been screaming. I'd have looked like fucking George, the animal steel in this office. Yeah. Yeah. Gnawing <laughs> on a belt buckle. Turn yeah. buckle. Yeah. Gnawing yeah. on this fucking corner of the boss's desk. Give me my fucking money. Yeah. I mean, this, this person is like, I mean, well-practiced precision, you know, Jane like said all, everything that was within the guidelines of the books, the uh, HR, you know, she played it so perfectly. And uh, this dude is fucking salty. This is just saltiness. Like you have to give, you have to take a loss. Like you, you, you did, your company did something wrong and they make a lot of money off of people like Jane and this isn't the appropriate way to react to something like this absolutely i mean i i've dealt with this type of shit and got not, just got fired for asking you know like not even got an emoticum of respect so uh, I mean, also i want to say that like again your first two paychecks this happens you are going to have serious issues with the company that you've been working at for a month you are going to fucking be lose. I would. That's one of the other like, OK, I'm at a business that I've worked at for five fucking years and something happens where I don't get there were times I think there was I can remember one time at Chuck E. Cheese when our checks came one day late and I can remember one time at the cable company where they came like one day late. And Ooh. everybody fucking flipped out. Uh, I think they made a concession to us. Like they gave us like 50 bucks or something. Like, like they took care of us because of it. But like at the cable company, when the checks were one day late, people were fucking losing their minds. <laughs> yeah. I, when I worked at the startup, some, there would be some bouncy, bouncy check days. Some paychecks would bounce. And then like the owner would have to give you money out of his account. But yeah, it, it yeah. was very weird situation. Yeah. I, would, I mean, it's I just hell. It's, I mean, yeah, whenever they're like the checks are, or even like um, when I used to get paid by the mail back in the day and there would be snow and then the, uh, they wouldn't be able to deliver the checks. 
They'd yeah. be like, hey, we aren't getting our checks tonight. And I'm like, no, wait, what do you mean? Like, it's 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 like two weeks from fucking Christmas. And they're like, no, we're not getting our checks tonight. And I'm like, I mean, I need it tonight, tonight. And they're like, <laughs> I mean, it's on a plane. Like, it's stuck somewhere in like, you know, Wilmington or something. So it's not going to be here for a couple of days. Like, you're not going to get your money. You're just like, what the fuck? I have never lived in a world where I did not absolutely 100% need my paycheck on the day that I get paid. Yeah. Uh, not, not only on the day that I get paid, on the morning that I get paid. Yeah. And I will never live in a world, I don't think, where I'm not going to be like, all right, fucking, we can charge some stuff tonight and it won't come out until tomorrow. Yes. We can we can inch our way out there, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you just you you. I have I have seen what happens when somebody's pay is late. Jane, in this case, sounds like this, again, as you said though. Sometimes when you just tell the truth to somebody or tell somebody how they made you feel, it can sound like you're yelling at them. Yeah. No, it happened to me plenty of times where, yeah, you just say like, uh, you, you actually said I was going to pay 1150 for these hours. Um, you paid me 1125. And so you owe me $6. Like, I mean, I, I, like I said, I would keep my own hours and I know there's other people, our good friend, Brandon, he also is, a keeps hours on shit and, uh, <sighs> we'll go and just be like, um, I think you owe me like $3 and 88 cents on that project. You know, like every Never. single, it, it counts, all of it fucking counts. Like, and if you don't keep track of it, like they'll take advantage of you. Like they really, they really will. They're trying to fuck you over at every opportunity. God, I need to fucking totally add. I need to add. We need a poll on this because I am mind blown about you keeping your own hours and knowing how much you are supposed to get paid before you get paid. I have never, I got to tell you, dude, that never in my life, I've never heard somebody be like, hey, uh, you didn't pay me the amount I was supposed to get. And now you saying this? has me 100% believing I've, I've been stolen from in, 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 in my career. Yeah, like there in, was, yeah, there's there was some be. manager that was supposed to keep the hours low for the week, and they took a 25, they took 15 minutes off of uh, every shift or something for you, and you didn't check. And they, and they, yeah. that, that, say, that, that got them a little bit of leeway with their boss. Yeah, I have never. I have, I have never. So, yeah, I mean, uh, and also, I mean, this also, the whole thing, this is, uh, I hope this becomes a real thing. I don't want it to be like a meme. I don't want it to be just like sassy t-shirts that people get in targets that like millennials um like are mad or that even like Gen Z is even crazier and will will won't put up with any of this shit. Um I really would love this to be a part of like American culture and make it bigger and better and expand this type of thing because these old white guys are just so fucking jealous that people don't subscribe they subscribe to a dumbass mindset that they never even put themselves through like they just mediocre white dudes just get to the top of wherever they're at through no fucking talent of their own you know just through fitting the fucking part and so this to me always just comes off as jealousy that someone would say my time is worth a lot and i actually am proud of my work and i would like to be recognized for that like i think that i yeah. want to say out loud i did something that made this company a lot of money yeah, I, I actually, um, you know, you're going to pay me $1,000 for this week of work. Uh, I think I got $100,000 in new fucking projects for this fucking place. So, you know what? 
I did something and, I, I and I'm good at it and like pay me all the goddamn money you said you would. And, and this is, it's the same with like coming to your manager and, and, and just straight up saying like, I want more money to do this. Like it's, it's you, people should be more bold in saying that and doing direct negotiation, you know, union is the way to go for sure. But uh, there's no reason to give any of these managers any fucking relief. Like if you do a good job and you're valuable, um, keep ratcheting it up. See, see how much you can make them pay. You need to fend on these motherfuckers. Well, and, and, you know, it's interesting because what I really think goes on here is the classic, like I got mine. So fuck you Yeah. where, uh, I, in order to get to management, you generally have to not have a super skeptical mind about management, right? Yep. Like yep. in order to get to management, you have to fucking play ball to get there. Once you get there, you got to probably just naturally in your mind are going to be fucking really mad when somebody isn't playing ball the same way you played ball when you're yep. the manager. Yep. <laughs> like it's probably such a like, it's it's probably such a thing that like people do because like I could see it happening to me where it's just like, oh, I, I never fucking complained. And now I got these people under me and they're all fucking complaining. And it must be the generation when, in fact, it's always been that way. It, it, it I mean, like every person that I ever watched move up to the ranks and surpass me as a manager were people that never fucking complained to the manager, never asked right. a question in a meeting unless it was an affirmative question at the meeting. Like, hey, isn't it all neato how great we're doing here? Point and, out a great, you know, great job that everybody in charge has been doing. The guidance around here has just been top notch this quarter. <laughs> Yeah. So like when you become one, you probably really do fucking hate it when somebody is even like has the confidence to come at you and say, like, you didn't fucking pay me. I'm not. It's a serious problem and you have to pay me my money, which. Yeah. Counts. Once again, yeah. Being nice, not even like because I've done I, I did. I've sent like uh, some really nasty emails that like really tried to break down like how much they fucked me over, you know, <laughs> like you didn't pay me. And like, now I have, I owe this amount of money and I'm really fucked over. I've tried to tell my jobs, like the snow situation with the checks. Like I've tried to like, tell them, Hey, I had a cash advance. I was supposed to pay that I couldn't pay, you know, and now they're charging me this amount of money and I try to get them to pay for it. And they're like, no, we're not fucking doing that. Here's your check. You know, yeah. Two here's yeah, your I've check on that. Monday. Here's your check on motherfucking Monday. Uh, just deal with it, you know? And, yeah. and so she got, Jane got exactly what everyone that gets slighted by their employer deserves is what, what they got. I mean, all I'll say is that like, this should have been the solution on the first time that Jane wasn't paid. And uh, I'm sure that's what led to a, maybe a more confrontational tone, which I mean, again, even on the first time she didn't get paid, I would have been crazy confrontational. It's just there's there's they're the worst feeling in the world, especially when you live in this capitalist fucking society thing uh, is your money not being there when it's supposed to be there. <laughs> You're still like that. Yeah. I, I mean, even now with money, like if something because I've been sleeping and sometimes I party hardy 
because I don't have my kid and I'll sleep until like two or 3 PM. And then I'll wake up to text messages. They're like, is that coming in today? Like, can I put my rent check out there or not? Like, just well, let I, me know what I can do. Let me do. explain that to the <laughs> listeners so it doesn't sound like I'm a fucking asshole. My rent is late when it's one day late. Uh, so it's no due on period? the first and there's no grace period. That's but no. That's I can I can post date the check for the second and they won't charge me the late fee. But it just like the second I wake up on the day I'm supposed to get paid, the only thing I'm thinking about is that rent check. Like until the money is there. Well, when it leaves your hands to when the money is actually there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a real tight wire act that we're playing there with the, with the rent check. I've told him before that like, Hey man, why don't you wait till the third or something, dude? Dude, Mine is 15 (laughs) days. Oh, that would fucking rule, man. (laughs) I don't use it. None. I do not play with my rent like that. So I do not use it, but wow. Am I tempted? (laughs) sometimes to let it ride and be like oh i'll just sell a uh, sell some old shit that i have you know and if you did notice if you i bet you if you went back through the text that on paydays brett that you if it if if it's a saturday or a sunday i probably don't send you a text because it's not going to come out that day (laughs) right my my, my landlord also does paper checks only so my minions checks get you know, I have minions checks just to pay my rent. So yeah, Jake, uh, Jake is also good because he does a no rush. Like yeah, yeah. No, Patreon, it's a rush. Patreon does not come out until the second. The money is like not completely deposited until the second. And I tell everybody that. And Jake sends his hours on the first of every single month. And he says, oh, hey, here's my hours, man. But no rush on that or anything. It's like, yeah, man, I know it's the, it's only the second. Like, it's, I know, that, I knew, it's, it you, know when it's, you know, when it's you know, when it's going to be. So it's, I'm not rushing to get it today at all. Yeah, I knew it was the second. I knew, And no, it says Brian sweating at midnight on day 15. I, I wouldn't do that only because I know myself well enough to know that I would fucking, if I didn't pay my rent on the day it was due, I would and be like, oh, I'll just pay it in two weeks. I, would, I, I wouldn't have the money. I would spend the money. I, would wanna, I, I can't control yeah. myself. Yeah, I, I know I can't play with that either. I'd go back to eating. I haven't eaten fucking hot dogs again, so that's why I don't play like that anymore. Yeah, I can't. Like, I would I just, just be yeah, like eating white bread uh, to to sustain myself if I dude, if I gambled with my rent to the fifteenth. I no, I do not deserve my own trust. You know, I haven't proven you to haven't myself your own that trust? I could. Yeah, I haven't proven to myself that I could trust myself. Dude, oh, that you know, I'm playing a video game right now, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. I got it for Christmas last year. I'm trying to beat it within one within one year of starting it. I'm like 80 percent of the way through. Um, but the part I'm stuck in, stuck on is chapter 12 out of 15. You just have to raise three million yen. And every time I get almost to three million dollars, I will buy a bunch of like cool weapons and shit. And like, well, I can make it back. Like, I'll yeah. just go earn some more. I can't. Like, I've never in my life had over a million in the game. And then all of a sudden, I had to get three million. And then once I got to two million, I was just buying anything I thought was fucking cool. Like, I was just like the game yeah. really opened up for me at that point. <laughs> yeah, I just I am the number one worst money guy of all time. Yeah. Just, I just, I don't ever trust myself. I I, put it like this. What's the date right now? Today is October 20th currently. 
And uh, I get paid in 11 days, 12, 12 or 13. I don't know, two weeks. I get paid in like two weeks. And I am sitting around thinking like, oh, man, I got some stuff I'm going to buy when I get that money. And I shouldn't be thinking that way. But I do. I have some you ideas. You mean enriching your life with that money. And, and the holidays are coming up. So oh, yeah. that's going to kick me in the nuts. <laughs> that's going to be fun. Yeah. Well, that's the show this week. We will see you Sunday for the Cowlin Show at uh, 8. 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. That's a new time. Uh, so that way I can get my daughter to bed. Um, so every Sunday night, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., Street Fight, call-in show, same number as before. Uh, if you want more of us, head to patreon.com slash streetfightradio, sign up for that. Uh, as far as the uh, fundraiser for my car goes, all of the lithographs are out, all of the patches are out, all of the stickers are out. We do have an extra quantity. Um, I am going to keep the price the same. Uh, we are going to keep raising money uh, for the Hopi Tusqua Permaculture Institute. Uh, so that's coming soon. And I think we're going to do a t-shirt with the image from my car. So, uh, and I think I'm also working on a, the third side and talking to the editor of Jalopnik. So he's going to help us maybe raise more than we ever did before. Toy. Uh, but that's coming that all that stuff is out there. Um, we raised $1,400 for the Hopi Tutsqua Permaculture Institute, um, got the car painted and, uh, got Eric paid for his time and uh appreciate everyone that donated and and uh, was a part of that we'll continue to work towards other projects like that in the future and we will see you later we're street fight peace
think you should rephrase that. 